This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of 20th Century Boy is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the TCB Overflow podcast. If you finish 20th Century Boy and you want to hear more from me, head to patreon.com slash radio Mike and for as little as a dollar a month, get the Overflow podcast, an extra podcast every single week. And the Pat and Mike show where producer Pat and I talk everything behind the scenes of 20th Century Boy. The Patreon is overflowing with content. We'll see you there. Welcome to 20th Century Boy. My name is Rami Malek, the actor that played Freddie Mercury in the film Bohemian Rhapsody. The biopic about Freddie Mercury and I think I also popped up in um, the new James Bond movie. I think I was the villain in that movie. Anyway it's not really important and this is the inside of my mind. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast of course if you're new you'd be like oh this isn't this isn't Radio Mike's podcast this is Rami Malek's podcast the guy who played Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody and and possibly popped up as the villain in the new James Bond movie. But you'd be wrong, because if you're a long-time listener, welcome back to the show, you'd know that at the start of every episode, I do a different name that is often RM-themed, because my name is, of course, Radio Mike, so I'll do an RM-themed name, and today it just popped. Rami Malek, as you know, played in Bohemian Rhapsody, played Freddie Mercury, probably the second most famous RM-themed person. Actually, can you search actors by initials? Search actors by initials. Because can anyone think of another celebrity that is RM, aside from Radio Mike and Rami Malek? Is Rachel McAdams? Is Is that a person? Anyway... This isn't what the podcast is about. The podcast is about me, Radio Mike, a young writer and producer from here in Melbourne, Australia, just trying to make his way through life, which is currently fine. And um, this podcast, 20th Century Boy, of course, is the inside of my mind um, reflected back onto you. And it's a weekly one-sided conversation between you and me. You can't talk back. You can always write your thoughts after the conversation to me at radio.mike on Instagram, radiomikepod at gmail.com radiomike.com.au slash contact, that is encouraged. Um, But it's a weekly one-sided conversation between you and me. And, uh, well, they're the conversations that you want to be having. They're the conversations you wish you were having, but you're not. Um, And that's kind of what this podcast is all about. Got a great message this week from Radio Madison. Welcome to the radio family. She she just said, not sometimes I'm not sure if your content is from the inside of your mind or the inside of my mind, which is good because that suggests that the content is relatable. So sometimes when you're listening to the one-sided conversation, like you are right now, you're just kind of like, wow, this guy is saying everything I'm thinking. This guy just says what I'm thinking. I can't even tell. He says it's from his mind. It's like he's implanted right into my mind and he's just taken it straight from there. And that's what this podcast is all about. Conversations you wish you were having and you get to have them through this podcast. I should ask, 
On Spotify, you can leave a star rating for a podcast. Um, we've got 63 ratings. Would love to get that up to 70. We're on a 4.8. Rate the show five stars. We do accept four, but we don't accept three or under. So if you want to give the show a three or under review stars, you've got to give it to another podcast, unfortunately. So that's just a little caveat we've got here to protect ourselves. Or leave a written review on uh, Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Those, those always make my day. Anyway, lots on today's show. Got to talk at first. Got to do the obligatory Patreon plug. Patreon.com slash Radio Mike for a bonus podcast, the TCB Overflow every week where I talk about stuff I never talk about on this podcast. Uh, to this week on the, uh, on the Patreon podcast, I'm going to be talking about um, something that... Look, I'm just going to put it out there. Something that's happened multiple times in the last few times I've had sex. Um, so that stuff I'd never talk about on this podcast, over on the overflow, no de- no detail. It's not anything to do with sex. It's just something I need to talk about. Um, so if you want to hear me talk about that, jump on the Patreon. As little as a dollar a month, that's $12 a year. You won't even notice it coming out of your account and listen to the overflow. And uh, the other thing is, if you want to make a one-off donation, paypal.me slash itsradiomike. It costs $15 a month to host this podcast online. That's the base cost of the podcast. Then we also pay producer Pat to do work and make clips for the podcast. Um, if you give $15, uh, $15 for this week, you've paid for a month of the podcast. And that's like less than a dollar a month for a year's worth of podcast. Or if you think every episode is worth a dollar... There's generally four episodes a month. That's hours and hours of time to prepare, record, edit, etc. Jump on the Patreon at the $4 tier, $4.50 a month or whatever. Would love. Uh, the Patreon is growing. We did take a little bit of a hit this week with a few people jumping off, but we do welcome Patreo Jess. Welcome to the Patreo family, the superior group of listeners of this show. No, but would love to get a few people giving on Patreon, always plugging it at the top because... It's my podcast, and that's how we. this podcast pays back um, the money that it costs me. Would love to break even on this podcast at some point. At the moment, it just costs me money, but I love doing it, so I will continue. It's just a very expensive hobby. Um, I always start the show just by talking generally about my week. This week, this weekend at least, not, not a great one. Um, oh, yeah, actually, I'll just, I'll just keep talking about this uh, because... Friday night, which here in Melbourne, I got back from Sydney, which I'll talk about in a sec because I was in Sydney for work. Friday night here in Melbourne, really rainy, stormy night, really bad night. Think I was really tired from my work trip to Sydney, just decided to stay in that night. And uh, I wake up on Saturday morning, bam, my bike has been stolen. Stolio bike, that's me. And um, always a little bit you know, of a shock to a system, a shock to your system when something's been stolen. And I want to put it out there to you guys. What's your story of being robbed or being stolen? What's your story? Because I feel like talking about it does help you feel better about what happened because I've realised that bike theft is really common and lots of people I know have had their bike stolen, but it still feels shit. So, and and looking back, I feel really shit, but I had a really good bike. I don't ride it that much, but I have a bike. It's worth probably around $500. I bought it years ago though. And it was just locked stupidly retrospectively. It was just locked to the front of my house. And 
overnight on that rainy night in Melbourne, clearly while I was sleeping, um, someone has gone and ripped through that lock and stolen my bike. And uh, now I don't have a bike and I don't know where my bike is. And it's actually kind of weird because like you don't get any closure and your brain tries to piece together what happened with no, not much information. And yeah, so I felt pretty shit over the weekend just being like, oh, my bike got stolen. Someone came to my house and stole my bike and they're probably going to sell it and make a profit off my bike and I'll never see my bike again. Um, so that's really annoying. There is kind of a funny spin to it because like this is how my brain has pieced together what's happened. And, you know, I feel stupid about it, but everyone's like, no, don't feel stupid. You're victim blaming yourself, which like, you know, it's not my fault, but like I should have probably not left it at the front of the house. Like I should have left it in the back where people can't see it. Cause I assume someone was just walking past every day, someone in the area and was like, I could easily steal that bike. And then on a rainy night where everyone was inside, no one was around. It was really dark and stormy. Someone's gone and taken it overnight. Here's what I actually think because my house, like my bedroom is at the front of the house. So my window looks out to the street and I actually remember that night I was watching a movie in bed, more on that in a sec, and I just saw a a car had stopped in front of the house and was like, and I could see car lights and stuff for about three or four minutes, and I didn't make anything of it because there's lots of like, it's we're kind of off a main street with limited parking, so lots of Uber drivers um, and and like Uber Eats delivery people all stop their cars on the street and kind of leave them running while they jump in and deliver food or get food from the main road. So I was just like, oh, it's probably just that. But then I'm like, oh, but it was actually really rainy. Like it seems weird that a car would have just stopped there for three minutes. And I'm in my room right in front of the window where my bike is. And here's the part that's kind of funny because I was watching this new A24 horror movie called X, which is a good movie. I really enjoyed it. It's a horror. Um, And funnily enough, the premise of the film is about, it's set in the 70s and a group of young people go out to like some cabin and they're filming a porn film, right? And when this car was at the, when this car was parked in the front of the house, the that, that I said I noticed and was flashing lights. And that what I'm saying is I think that car was the car that the person who stole my bike was in. They parked there. In one or two minutes, they grabbed the bike and they put it in the back of their car. When that happened, it was in a, like a big sex scene of the film. And like the TV was like really loud and it was literally like a sex scene. And it was like, you know, they're filming a porno. So it was like, ah, ah, all those classic porno sex sounds. And I'm just like, this guy or girl or whoever it was who stole my bike, if it was that car, is outside stealing my bike, can probably hear the TV and assumes I'm watching porn when I'm actually watching a horror film about a group of people who make a porno. And he's probably like, wow, this is the easiest bike I've ever knocked off because the guy who owns it is inside just watching porn. And I wasn't. I was watching a movie about people who make porn. <laughs> but but I, I just imagine that this if this was the guy who stole my bike, that car, then he thought I was in there watching porn and he's just knocking off the bike. 
Anyway, I feel really stupid because my dad came round and he actually said to me, don't leave your bike there because someone's going to steal it. And I was like, nah, they won't. Retrospectively, my dad was right, which is an ironic thing. And uh, no, no young man ever wants to say that his dad was right, but mine was. Anyway, so that kind of spoiled my weekend. Like I felt really shit kind of the whole time. But yeah, that's just where I'm at. Patreon.com slash Radio Mike. Help me save up for a new bike. Eventually I'll probably get one. But, you know, I'm still very much in the morning period at the moment. Just morning my bike. And if you happen to see my bike, oh, and that's the other funny thing. Because I thought, well, I've had a crime committed against me. My bike's been stolen. You know, I should report it to the police. Like just at least so they know someone in the area is stealing bikes, right? So I went to the police and then I realized, and this is the stupidest part, I have no idea what the make or model of my bike is. I bought it four years ago. I called the store I bought it from seeing if they had any record of transactions from four years ago. And they're like, no, we don't because we've swapped systems. So I'm just saying to this police officer, yeah, like it's a black bike. That's it. Like, I literally was just like, yeah, my it's a black bike. That's all I can tell you. I can't tell you anything other than it was a black bike. Oh, do you have any photos? I have no photos. So the bike's just gone and I'm never going to see it again. And that is a disruptive thing to happen. But anyway, it is what it is. Hey, I also want to plug at TCB pod on Instagram. Um, there's content relevant to the show going up there every day. I post like memes on there and funny tweets and funny content that I think listeners of the show would appreciate. Um, so, you know, if you are interested in following the show on Instagram, I do stories, posts, and other content that you wouldn't see on, on any of my main platforms. So we'd love to get a few more people following the Instagram account. That would be really, really awesome. Guys, I need a nitpick. I didn't want to have to do this. Um, I didn't want to have to do this on this show, but unfortunately I have to make a statement. Um, I went over to Sydney again for work. Uh, I go occasionally up to Sydney. I fly up to Sydney for work and, um, you know, stuff like that. Just just working in Sydney. And, uh, you know, if you're a long-time listener of this show, thank you, you will know that I'm not a big fan of Sydney. In fact, on this podcast, I'm making the bold claim that Sydney is actually the worst city in the world. I don't know why I played that. (laughs) Guys, another awful trip to Sydney. Sydney definitely is the worst city I've ever been to in my life. Admittedly, I haven't been to too many cities, but especially between Melbourne and Sydney, Sydney, again, sucks, and I do have to go on another rant. I hate Sydney. It was like, it's just, I, 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 I say this every time. How do you get around there? Like the streets and the, the bridges and all this random stuff. The, Google Maps, Google Maps in Sydney, which in Melbourne, I punch an address that I have to go to into Google Maps. I press directions. It'll give me walking directions to that place. Sydney, I am not joking. Google Maps couldn't even figure out where I was. It was like, oh, are you here or are you here? It just had no idea. It was, it was like Google had given up on Sydney when they were doing directions. They were just like, no, nah, it's just no one could possibly figure this out. It, it's just, it's the worst. Again, 
everything is uphill. You're just always walking up a hill in the CBD. Melbourne, grid system. No hills. It's it's just flat. The city is so easy to get around. You take that for granted. Us Melbournians, we take that for granted. Sydney, uphill everywhere. Plus it was raining. I understand it rains in Melbourne, but Sydney rain hits different. I was working out of this building, which I'll get a little bit more into later. And it was like in some random, I don't know, like district of the Sydney city, I suppose. I I, I think it was like in Jamison, which is another thing about Sydney, your weird, wacky suburb names. I don't know. And then it was like raining really hard and it was like a working space. Like clearly like there were lots of businesses around here where people were working. And in the lunch break, you go outside, it's pouring rain. There's no cover in these like series of alleyways or whatever the hell it was. I just, I've never seen something quite like it. And there were like three food shops the line to get any food was so long because there was three. Everything else was closed, maybe because of like COVID aftermath. And it was just the worst experience of my life. I just cannot... The, the hotel I was staying in was on a hill. Wow. One thing I did notice, and, and it, it kind of made me realize that we are very, very quickly heading towards the future, is we were in this like shared working space. Like I was working out of this shared working office where, you know, it's one of those kind of places where you can book a desk at this shared office and you go in and you become a member and you, you can go to this office and they have like facilities and meeting rooms and everything. It's like, it's like if you're a freelancer, but you want to work somewhere other than your house, you go to this shared working space with other freelancers and you meet people and you collaborate and there's heaps of stuff. As I'm going up the elevator there, no joke, And this made me, I had to like double check this. And if anyone knows anything about this, very interested to hear your thoughts, radio.mic on Instagram or any of the other channels. Or, of course, you can always call the podcast hotline. If you've got a contribution to the podcast, there's only one number you see. Go one in Call that number, 1-800-438-353. Send a voicemail. What I wanted, what I saw was crazy. There is a new technology that you could you could actually use. So it said, basically, I'm just going to say it: hollow presence, hollow presence. And it said on this poster, hollow presence is coming soon here to this shared office space. You could use hollow presence. What is hollow presence? I'm sure you've worked it out. It's literally like in Star Wars where they have holograms coming out and talking to people, where you can holographically as like a 3D hologram be there in a meeting and talk to people. Hollow presence. I'm sorry. I'm not ready for this. I was barely... I I grew up... Okay, I'm going to put it this way. I grew up... I said it last week. I grew up with cassette tapes. I grew up when the Nintendo DS having a touch screen was like mind blowing. I'm being serious. Kids of my age, if you're like in your late 20s right now, the Nintendo DS was probably the first time you ever saw a touch screen. Now, touch screens are everywhere. My camera that I film this on is touch screen. My phone is, everything's touch screen. The roadcaster, touch screen. Touch screen is so normal now. If you were a kid in like 2005, you were like 10 years old. This is the first time you ever saw a touch screen. And you had to use a little stylus 
to touch and it was like barely receptive, but it was like, oh my God, touch screens are a thing of the future. Now, 2022, Presence is coming soon. Literally something out of Star Wars. No, we've not gotten our flying cars yet from Back to the Future, but Presence is huge. I understand they do Presence for like concerts, like they'll do recreations. I think they did one actually at, um, at the Olympics, um, a few, whenever it was in England where they had Freddie Mercury. Oh, there you go. Reference back to the start of the pod. Freddie Mercury came out as hollow presence and like performed. And I think they've done it with Elvis Presley as well. And various other artists, like they bring them back to life and recreate them hollow presence. But now do you remember again, if you're a kid of my age, like, It's amazing that, like, when I was a kid, the idea of video calling was next level. That was the future. Wow, you can video call someone. You can see someone on the phone. Now, I could video call anyone right now on Instagram, on various apps. I could just video call them. It's just, I saw Presence and I was like, wow, I'm not ready for this future. I still feel like... I'm seeing a Nintendo DS for the first time with a touchscreen and playing Super Mario 64 DS and touching the screen and being like, wow. Nintendo Wii, 2007, I think that that came out. The idea that you could hold that remote and swing it like a tennis racket and the characters on the screen would copy what you did. Next level. Now, bloody Oculus Rift, all this other VR stuff. Anyway. I'm just, I'm basically just trying to explain to you guys that when I saw Presence is coming soon, I was like, wow. Because that means like I could do this podcast in Presence. Who knows how expensive it is? I don't know. But it's just like Presence. Anyway, Sydney's the worst city in the world. That's all I really wanted to say. I didn't really, like, next thing it's going to be like, yeah, lightsabers. And we're going to use it for like cutting meat and stuff like that. I don't know. A few listener messages. Radio Yes, and that's a big yes to Radio Yes. He said, hi, Mike, sorry for this late email. I don't know how emails can be late, but anyway, (laughs) we never agreed on a time that you were going to write in. But anyway, Radio Yes, I digress. Hi, Mike, sorry for the late email. I've just been catching up on the pod and I think you are wrong about the Big Bang Theory. I briefly talked about the Big Bang Theory a few weeks ago. And I said, like, I've never really watched it. Don't particularly care for it, Um, but whatever. First of all, the Big Bang Theory deserves no hate. Cool. It has the perfect blend of comedy and story. As you can tell, I'm a huge Big Bang Theory fan, but I recently started to watch Friends up to episode five, and I love it. Anyway, the reason there is so much laughing is that it is filmed in front of a live audience. Yeah, I mean, but I think, but lots of sitcoms were, and I think the Big Bang Theory, like, goes excessively on the laugh track, even when things aren't that funny. And I think that's what a lot of the criticism is about. Um, Anyway, total change of pace here. Anyway, the phenomenon John applies to me. My uncle and grandpa's names are John. Okay. That's what he says. My uncle and grandpa's names are John. Okay. Also, 
You have totally just done... Oh, okay, now I have to... Okay, sorry. Also, you have totally just done a none of your business, my daughter. That's a Harry Potter and the boys joke. If you haven't listened to that, hop on. It's literally the best podcast in the world. Okay, so now I have a listener of my other podcast, Harry Potter and the boys, riding into my main podcast, 20th Century Boy, to tell everyone to listen... To do a free ad for my other podcast. Love this. Thank you, Radio Yes. Um, with the Phenomenon explanation... Go and listen to Harry Potter and the boys if you want an explanation of what none of your business my daughter means. <laughs> and also my dad's cousin's name, this is a rambling message. My dad's cousin's name is Jake. Does that count? No, it doesn't. <laughs> also, I wish that I could jump on the Patreon just to support you. And I am so bummed on missing out on the TCB overflow, but I don't have my own credit card. I am 13. Thanks for the pod radio. Yes. Oh, that's awesome, man. Um, sorry to hear you can't jump on the Patreon. Hopefully, maybe one day you can. Um, And, you know, guys, maybe you should jump on the Patreon for Radio Yes. I don't know. That's a great message. Thank you so much for writing in. Radio Ryan Adams. If you remember, Radio Ryan Adams is our long-time listener from Denver. Denver sucks ass. Yes, it does. Uh, Hey, Mike, it's your Denver superfan. Denver sucks ass. Thank you very much for writing in. Ryan, uh, being a Jack Sparrow is how I joined the Radio Mike family. Jack Sparrow, of course, is is a code word for uh, obtaining media not normally, not in the way that you normally would. Work it out. Uh, being a Jack Sparrow is how I joined the Radio Mike family. Interesting. It started with Jack Sparrowing Australian Lego Masters. The American version sucks more ass than Denver. <laughs> Denver sucks ass. (laughs) Lego Masters, of course, is the TV show that Hamish Blake hosts here in Australia. It's a very popular show. I thought Hamish was pretty funny, so I checked out his other shows. So this is so so interesting. That led to listening to his podcast, which led me to listening to you. I was impressed by your vast Pokemon knowledge, although you have a pretty controversial view on the best karting video game. I also use Plex, which is pretty awesome. Plex is like a DIY Netflix. It's very good. It's easier. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool. That's so interesting that like someone, because I, you know, Hamish and Andy here in Australia have just been like such big people in the Australian media scene for so long that like I reckon they're household names. Like pretty much everyone will know of them. And then, you know, Ryan Adams all the way from Denver over in the USA. Denver sucks ass. Right? He's just download. He's just Jack Sparrowed Lego Masters Australia and been like, oh, Hamish, this guy's funny. What else does he do? And then stumbles across, across Hamish and Andy and then stumbles across me. That's so crazy that that happened. I honestly, that is, that is absolutely crazy. Uh, uh. Sorry guys, just pressed the wrong button. Uh, awesome. Thank you, Ryan Adams. Thank you for writing in. Radio Koala. Patreon Koala, actually. Hey, Mike, I was just listening to the TCB podcast and I was thinking about the Phenomenon. Sadly, I do not fit into the Phenomenon at all, but I have a grandfather named Ronald or Ron. Do you think this goes deeper? Are there two sides to this? Could it be possible that every person on earth can fit into either the Phenomenon or the Phenomenon? Just a thought. Well, every member of the Weasley family certainly would. Ka-ching! That was lame. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, finally, Patreo Cyber Sleuth George. 
people will remember um, Cyber Sleuth George from season two of this podcast, where she um, tracked down the identity of a listener who was stalking the podcast hotline, 1-800-438-353. Call it, patreon.com slash radio mic, give a dollar. Um, hey, Mike, just listening to your latest pod, and just so you know, you are not the only one who didn't realise Hayley Duff does Isabella's singing part in the Lizzie McGuire movie. Hey now, hey now, this is what dreams are made of. Yeah. Ooh, still going. Sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we learned that last week when that it's Haley Duff, Hilary Duff's older sister, that's singing in the Lizzie McGuire movie. And I actually did a TikTok this week about Haley Duff, and a few people linked me this conspiracy that apparently there's evidence that Hillary and Haley Duff are no longer in contact. They do not speak anymore. Maybe I'll talk about it on a future episode. It's very interesting. Uh, George goes on. My mind is blown. I used to be the biggest Hillary fan. Saw her every time she did a content concert in Melbourne three times. So I'm embarrassed I didn't know that. Makes for some great Hillary Duff trivia. Yeah, I did do an episode a few weeks ago about how Hillary Duff is my favorite actor of all time. Stand by it. Haley Duff doesn't even make the top ten. No surprise. Nothing against Haley, but as I said, there's a clear Duff hierarchy. Hillary Duff beer from The Simpsons. Later, very low, Haley. Not to say Haley's not talented, but, you know, Hillary Duff, Duff Beer from The Simpsons. That's a, you know, they're pretty big. I also this week went to um, something kind of, kind of emotional, I guess, because I went to the final ever gig by one of my favourite ever punk bands, Columbus. Um, here's a bit of their music. Um, I've loved Columbus for a long time. I've talked about them a lot on this podcast, actually, and I actually had the lead singer, Alex Moses, on Mike Talks, which is on this feed, if you want to listen to um, Alex talk about his experience being in a punk band for 10 years. uh, Definitely listen to that. It's on this feed. And uh, I guess I wanted to... This might be a little kind of featured bit on this pod because I wanted to talk about... Like, music is actually so crazy in the sense that... So this was their final ever show... I actually bumped into Alex at the front of the gig and I was like, dude, how are you? Um, and he's like, yeah, you know, we're just, it's just time to finish. We're finishing up. We've got other stuff going on. We're ready to finish up. And I was like, cool. Awesome, dude. Now, and the thing, and this concert was, I nearly didn't go because it was the same day my bike got stolen. And I was like, oh, I just don't want to do anything. But I'm really glad I went because when I bought the ticket, I'm like, well, if I don't go, I'm just never going to see this band live. And they're one of my favorite bands ever. Um, they're an Australian band and they're awesome. And what I realized, yeah, is just, I think sometimes you take for granted like the power of music. I'm not huge on live music. I don't really care for the, um, the, the, like, I love live music, but I don't like the experience of it. Like going, lining up, showing your ticket, standing up for three hours, watching a bunch of support. I'm not into that, but I love live music. And this was an amazing show. And they gave it their all and you could tell that they were like, they love this music that they've written over the last 10 years and they were just smashing it out, performing it to their best for the last ever show. What I think was so, like, it was really emotional for me because 
And here's what I want. Here's actually a question that I want you to answer for next week. I want people to send them in. What is like a song that just reminds you of a very, a song, album, or artist that reminds you of a very specific time in your life? Like every time you hear this song, maybe you don't even like the song anymore, but you hear it and it just floods you back with like vivid memories. And the th- the thing with this, because I've never seen Columbus before, but before before I was Radio Mike, before all of this stuff started, I was like, and I, I've talked on this show before how I was a very anxious kid. I was like very depressed in my early 20s. I, like my default was like sad. I still felt happy at times, but my default, like I'd wake up feeling shit about myself and everything and so anxious. Now it's the opposite. Now I wake up feeling pretty happy and sometimes I feel sad, but generally I'm, I'm really happy. So life's changed a lot, but this band, I, I was I was going through this breakup in my early 20s that was really hard and um, it really challenged me a lot and um, there was just like lots of emotion, as you all probably know from your own experiences. And um, it took me a really long time to get over it and I, uh, I remember just this album, this, this album from Columbus, like, I was listening to it on repeat and I was in Japan and I was skiing in Hakuba. I was skiing down these slopes with three of my best friends skiing in Hakuba. And I had my headphones in wired headphones back before AirPods were a thing. Again, I'm so old. Like, and I just had my phone in my ski gear and I was just listening to this album. It's called spring forever by Columbus on repeat. And it was so relatable to every single thing I was experiencing at that time. Like it was just like, it's it's a breakup album. It was just like so relatable. It was like so visceral to me when I was listening to this music. It just connected with me so much. And, it every, and then, you know, five, six years later, when I'm standing at this concert, listening to this band play these songs live, it all just comes flooding back. Like I can feel myself, one, in that relationship two, in that breakup period, and three, skiing down those slopes, listening to the music. It all comes back and it all connects. And I just think it's amazing like how our brains connect music and memory and experience together. And I'm sure other people have moments like this because it just literally all was flooding back and I was really emotional and it was like sad as well because I knew it was this band's last gig. And yeah, so that's why I'm curious if anyone else has a moment or a song that they hear and they're like, this reminds me of this big moment in my life because this is the song I was listening to when this was happening. And it doesn't have to be like a sad story or a bad story. Just like, yeah, just a song that reminds you of something or someone or something that happened or some time in your life. And what is the story and what is the song? Could be this song. Uh, 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 uh. Th- that being said, every time I hear this song... I will think of this show and this experience and like being like, if you don't know, if you're a new listener, that song is a meme on this show. Um, I think it's one of the best songs ever written. It's me love by Sean Kingston. Like I'll think of that, this podcast every time I hear that song for the rest of my life, I'll think of being in the car with Pat and playing this song on repeat and singing it for no reason other than we thought it was a funny meme. But yeah, I'd love to know people's thoughts on. Yeah. Songs that trigger memories and what is that memory? Whatever it is, silly, funny, whatever. Because I think that's a really 
I think it's a really curious part of the human experience. And I remember Mark Hoppus, who's the lead singer of Blink-182, who's one of the lead singers of Blink-182. Um, he's the one that sings like, I miss you, I miss you. That's Mark Hoppus. I remember he once said like, oh, music is so powerful because, you know, the idea that someone can physically like pluck a set of strings on a guitar and sing something with their vocal cords that then goes into your ears and you hear it and your brain triggers memories and can give you goosebumps or make you cry is like a remarkable thing about being human. And I totally agree with that. Um, so yeah, it was really cool to see, to send off Columbus in that way. They're an awesome band. You should check out their music. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about that experience. A couple more things for today. Um, I need a ring... Uh, I need to ring someone. I need to get someone up on the line. As some of you may know, I have been talking a lot on this podcast about how I am never invited to any movie premieres or big events. And then I see other people being invited. I'm like, how do I get on those lists? The last one was the Fantastic Beasts Secrets of Dumbledore premiere in Melbourne. Didn't cop an invite. Don't know why. Surely I'm the main person that should be invited to that. I love Harry Potter. Um, friends of the show, Adam and Simon, who are on Gogglebox, I was listening to their podcast recently, and they're much bigger than me, and they're great dudes. Um, they've been on a Mike Talks, they've also been on Harry Potter and the Boys last week. Great guys. And I was listening to their podcast, and I realised that their producer, a guy called Ed, is getting invited to premieres with them, Right? And I'm like, okay, Ed, awesome dude. Love him, see him in the office all the time because he works over at Listener. And I'm like, why Why am I not invited to these events? How am I not invited? I sent an email to Warner Brothers to complain about not being invited to Fantastic Beasts. Didn't get a reply. Heard nothing. The Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which I'll talk about soon, the trailer for that, oh, sorry, the premiere for that is this week. I think it's tonight or tomorrow. They're all going, Adam Simon and their producer, Ed. Mikey boy, big Marvel nerd, no invite. So I wanted to call Adam or Simon. I've spoken to them. I've, I've, um, I've organized this in advance, so I think it's landed on Simon. And uh, just see if if there's a way I can get in or, or how we can secure this for the future so I don't feel so left out moving forward because I think it's important for me to... I really want to be at these events. I really want to be at movie premieres, especially Marvel and Harry Potter-themed ones. So going to give Simon a call now. Just get him up on the line, see what he thinks about this. It's ringing. Hello, telephone mic. Hey, Simon, how are you, man? Good, mate. How are you? Good. You're on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Excited to be here. Very exciting times. Do you know what this might be about? Uh, I have no idea what this will be about. Okay. I, I got a message from you. With, it, was, it was exciting. You were excited. Mm. And if you're excited, I'm excited, but I don't know what this is about, and I'm... Now that I'm actually thinking about it, I'm a little bit nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you sh- actually should be nervous because I did say some information has come in, come into me that I need to yeah. 
discuss with you. Um, yeah. Now, last week we recorded my other podcast, Harry Potter and the Boys, at work. And, we did, um, yeah. You know, uh, we discussed a little bit about your podcast and just stuff like that. And in the car ride home, I listened yeah. to your podcast. Like, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to listen to the podcast. Great episode, by the way. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah, appreciate that. That's very kind. There's, I don't think you mean it, but that's okay. No, yeah. I loved it. But something, oh, something was said on the podcast that I was really... I, was ups, I wasn't upset about, but I needed to grill it a bit further. Okay. So, right. Yeah. I stumble across this information that your producer Ed, right, yeah. is coming yeah. is getting invited to movie premieres such as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Is this true? That is that is true. That is correct. Okay. Yeah. Now Simon, is he invited or are you plus oneing him? Uh, I am plus wanting him, yes. Okay. Now, let's think about all of your friends. Who do you think loves Marvel more? <laughs> Radio Mike or your producer, yeah. Ed? Probably, probably um, pop culture icon Radio Mike, I would have thought. So when, you know, when a plus one comes through for this big premiere, <laughs> that, and just so you yeah. know, I'm not a hot rod like you and Adam. I don't get invited to these premieres. I don't know why. <laughs> I'd love to be yep. there. I never got yep. an invite. Okay. Yep. You didn't. That's fair. Didn't yep. think to. Didn't cross your mind to invite me or try and get me an invite. Well, to, to be <laughs> to be honest, mate, a lot of the invites that Ed gets are all circumstance based. Uh, he got an invite to my engagement party uh, purely because I was talking about it on the podcast. Would I have invited him usually? Probably not. But right. were we talking about it? Yes. So then he got the invite. So I think, um, yeah. So if 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 that invite had have come across our desk as mm. we were recording uh, Harry Potter and the Boys, I dare say you would have been you would have copped the invite. Right. So it was just a timing kind of thing. Purely a timing thing. Yes. Purely a timing thing. Because um, I, I also noticed on this week's pod of yours. Mm. Ed has Ed, who is a plus one, has mm. then plus one one of his friends. So he's plus one to plus one. Well, this is a ruthless trait of Ed Gooden, our producer. Mm. He uh, upon upon being invited anywhere, his immediate response is, "Can I bring someone else with me?" <laughs> um, Even when, when he is a plus one that knows two people there already. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And so, Correct. Can I make a deal with you? If this ever yeah. happens again and Ed says to you, can I bring someone, can you say to him, you can have a plus one, but it has to be pop culture icon Radio Mike? I promise. I absolutely <laughs> promise you that that can happen. <laughs> and, and, no, Ed, you can't have a plus one. We've already allocated you plus one. <laughs> Radio Mike. Radio and, Mike is going with you. And I don't know who I have to talk to to get invited to these events but I want to get on them, and if 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 it's if it's getting in touch with Ed to get me on this list, I'm just gonna do it because I want to be at these big shot events like you guys. Mate, you you can you can yeah. Look, the next one that comes, what's the next Marvel movie slated for release? Uh, I think it's um. Oh, what would it be? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know because I know they've got them. like um. 
Yeah, because I think they're going heavy into TV, which is a little mm. disappointing. Mm. Um, I always, I don't, I'd love to actually look. I'm going to sidetrack your conversation a little yeah. bit. What are your take on? Um, what are your take on Marvel's like heavy movement into television, but then having, Wait, so, having that so as like I've, you, I've got yeah. you on the podcast for like a fun prank call, and then you go. But seriously, yeah. what are your thoughts on Marvel moving yeah, into absolutely. TV? Let's talk about it for another five. Absolutely, absolutely. Mike, you don't call me every day. I've got to take advantage. When you're on the phone, I know you're a busy guy. Funnily enough, Simon, I'm not joking. The next thing on the run sheet for this episode of my podcast is how I'm feeling a lot of fatigue with Marvel's adventure into television. I'm I'm not joking. I plan to talk about it straight after this call. This was the way I was going to bring up Doctor Strange. (laughs) But yeah, I am feeling fatigue. Bit of fatigue. Yeah, good, good, good. That's good. It's too much. Mm. It's too much to know. Like, before you see multiverse, you've got to watch all of Wanda, and then yeah, you've got to watch, like, all Lokis, and yeah. it's like, man, I can't keep up. I've got a lot. Mm, but mm. I just... It, it took a global pandemic for me to watch all 23 movies. <laughs> I just... Like, we're outside again, Marvel. I don't have the time. Don't say I that. I want to have the time, don't but say I just that. do not. Don't say that, because maybe Marvel will start another pandemic. You know how people say China created um, COVID in a lab? Maybe Marvel yep. created in a lab to make people watch all the movies. Maybe that was the only way. Yeah, because their, their TV shows were lacking. Mm, they were lacking. Could some, be. And now people are like, oh, I've got nothing to do, and I've watched 23. We actually watched 23, uh, 23 movies, mm. and then I started watching uh, WandaVision. I had to turn it off. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> It was too much. I was too fatigued. Again, so this phone call that I was me getting upset at you (laughs) and Adam for not inviting me has now just turned into casual reviews of Marvel movies. Uh, Hulk, not that good, but Thor Ragnarok, great. And great to see Hulk in there too. You know, that's just what Marvel's about. Some are good, some aren't that good. (laughs) Mate, look, whoever the editor of this show is, good luck making this make sense, but... uh... (laughs) You know, Um, I'm sure you'll be fine. You'll be absolutely fine. Well, Simon, I appreciate the call and the honesty. And uh, here's hoping I see you at a premiere soon. Well, the next time there's a movie coming out, send me a text and I'll keep an eye on my my invite list and that'll put you front of mind. All right. Awesome. I definitely will. All right. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. See you, mate. (laughs) Bye. There you go. We might be onto something here with, with uh, Adam and Simon. I have so many other things to talk about, but we're definitely going to go over time. So I might, I was going to talk about Doctor Strange, but I'm going to see it this weekend. So maybe I'll talk more about it next week. But short answer is I'm really excited to see Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I think it'll be really good. Um, okay. There is still, there is one topic that has been on every run sheet for the last month that is just an evergreen thing that eventually I want to talk about. I'm going to let it rest for another week because it can exist at any time. I'll finish the show with this. Over the last few years, there's, you know, there's a lot of chat on this show about the various fast food chains. There's been a lot of content around fast food chains. Of course, there was when I tried to eat 100 um, McNuggets in 100 minutes for episode 100 of this show. I did a review of the Big Mac and the Big Jack when Hungry Jacks tried to do a copy of the Big Mac. Ironically, the Big Jack was the better burger on the day. Doesn't necessarily mean it always is. Of course, there's the ongoing Grilled saga. My relationship with Grilled is as strong as it ever was. 
Um, they did actually DM me last week and say, hey, look out for a big voucher soon. So there is going to be some content with Grilled coming soon, which is very, very cool. Um, <clears throat> but Hungry Jacks is back in the spotlight for me and this podcast because on my way back to Sydney, I was at the Sydney airport um, looking for a McDonald's to have some something to eat before my flight, some dinner before my flight. Now, I did post on Instagram, is there a McDonald's at Sydney airport? There is one but not in the Qantas terminal. And I was flying Qantas. So there is a Hungry Jack's there. Settled for Hungry Jack's, got like a spicy chicken burger. It was fine. This isn't about the quality of the food of Hungry Jack's. Though I will say Hungry Jack's chips, they're not great. Macca's chips, way better. Anyway, here's what I want to say. Because this actually took me by some surprise and actually shocked me. Because I've talked a lot on this show about how Hungry Jack's is the poor man's McDonald's. All the food is carbon copied from McDonald's. The Storms are just McFlurries. The Whopper is just a quarter pounder. The Big Jack is the Big Mac, etc. The Nuggets aren't as good. The Chips aren't as good. Why would you choose Hungry Jack's? And <sighs> unfortunately, I actually praised the Big Jack marketing move because it was like a slight on McDonald's. It was like, I think I praised it. I was like, that's actually clever. But unfortunately, Hungry Jacks are trying too hard at the moment. Hungry Jacks are copying McDonald's in a promotion. A lot of you will be familiar with the McDonald's Monopoly board game. You buy your McDonald's, each like the chips have like a peel off uh, Monopoly sticker. You can win free chips, free Sunday, or get, you know, oh, I've got Mayfair. Oh, I've got whatever, you know whatever the railroad is, you get your Monopoly pieces, whatever. I think a few people scammed it. There's a documentary about it called McMillions. Anyway, Hungry Jacks, well, I'm just going to play it for you. This is what Hungry Jacks, this is Hungry Jacks' version of that. Play Uno at Hungry Jacks. One in four wins instantly. Uno! Win cash, cars and holidays. Play Uno at Hungry Jacks. One in four wins instantly. So Hungry Jacks is doing Hungry Jacks Uno. If you, There's video versions of this podcast. I, I, the podcast didn't cut out there where there was a silence. It was just me shrugging. Look, I'll do it again. Hungry Jacks Uno. Again, that silence, me shrugging. Because that's how little I care about this. Because Hungry Jacks, okay, I get it. You're limited in what you can do with the food packaging. Peeling little stickers off, good idea. Uno, how does that even work? What, do you get like a reverse and then you have to pay, you have to pay Hungry Jack's double? If you get a skip, you, you, then you don't have to pay. Get a draw four. Like what, it it makes sense with Monopoly because you're supposed to get three, three of the same color. Like in Monopoly, you get three of the light blues or three of the reds, three of the gray, whatever. Then you win a prize. Uno, what? what? Are you just supposed to get like, I just don't, I can't even begin to think of how stupid this is. I just think this is the most try hard thing that Hungry Jack's has ever done. Hungry Jack's Uno. It made me cringe so much and I'll have nothing to do with it. I peeled mine off, the Hungry Jacks that I got, and I was like, wow, I've never cared less about anything in my life than this. 
I didn't like. I just yeah. I just wanted to talk about that. It's not even. Is that even that funny? It's just Hungry Jack's cringe topia. Almost as cringe topia as saying cringe topia on a podcast. Anyway, guys, we should wrap up. So let's do this. The plug. No, just joking. <laughs> uh, the plug, it's just where I plug everything. And of course, I'll plug the Patreon, patreon.com slash radio mic. Um, I also realize we've hit 1,500 subscribers on YouTube, which isn't... Um, we, we hit 1,000 a while ago, so we've only gotten 500 more. Um, so yeah, go and check out the YouTube channel. Podcasts go up in full there and also pop culture videos. I'm going to try and consistently do one pop culture video a week on YouTube to help the channel grow because like some of them go really well. The Fantastic Beasts review got 3,000 views. My Encanto review has gotten a fair few as well. What's that? Yeah, nearly 8,000 views. So go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check out some of my pop culture videos there. Love doing them. Just need to find the time to do them really. But I think the channel can grow if I consistently do them. Um, I've, I'm going to do a 1500 subscriber Q&A. So if you have a question you want to ask me, just send it in and I'll do it on the 1500 subscriber special Q&A. That will be awesome. Uh, um, <clears throat> Harry Potter and the Boys, new episodes are going really well. The book is hilarious. Adam and Simon from Gogglebox, as you just heard, joined me last week. Here is a little clip from that as a teaser. Very funny times. So Fartamata Mortis evacuates farts from people's bodies. It's the perfect counter for the dark farts. If they don't have any farts, they can't use the dark farts. Hagrid, you're actually a great teacher. Wow. Whole class clap. <laughs> oh, sound effects. I love this. You better go to divination tomorrow, <laughs> said Hagrid, as he blushed and did a windmill with his stiffy. <laughs> wait, 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 if you're new to the show, Harry Potter and the Boys is a spin-off of this show where I read Harry Potter fan fiction that I wrote when I was 13 with a guest each week. And it is genuinely my favourite part of every week. It is so funny and I really love it. N- recording an episode tonight with Mikey D, another friend of the show. Can't wait for that. Should be really good and hoping to get a few more good guests on uh, soon. There's also our post episodes of Harry Potter and the Boys, which are just like little update episodes. And yeah, love for you to check them out. We are definitely overdue for a radio compilation with my radio stuff on 3AW with DD Dunleavy. So might try for that this Friday. There might be a bonus one of those. So um, look out for that. I do a radio spot on 3AW at Thursday on Thursday at 1.45pm every week talking about what's trending online. So we'd love for you to check those out. There's a bunch on this feed already. Um, YouTube, Patreon, um, paypal.me slash it's radio mic. Oh, Hamish and Andy. I was on last week's podcast talking more about the choir stuff. Um, so I won't put a grab in cause you've probably all heard it, but choir stuff there, lots of fun. And then from there I was, uh, the remembering project is back. At the moment, it's exclusive to the listener app. It becomes public on July 14th, I think. All the episodes become public. For now, it's two episodes a week for six six weeks, I think. So, um, yeah, keep an eye on that. But that's pretty much it for now. Um, I will let you guys go. I'll let you go. Don't you think it's weird we say that? Anyway, this is another topic. When you're on the phone to someone, you're like, I'll let you go. Anyway, I'll let you guys go. 
Uh, thanks for having this one-sided conversation with me. Hope it was the conversations you wish you were having. Here's what I want to say. My name's Room Radio Mike. This podcast has been the inside of my mind. Don't block the MDF. Haven't done this for a long time. I'm a very kind young man and some of your older staff can learn a lot from me. Uh, see you. Uh, don't lie to me because I saw you. I'll see you. I'll see you in the Dream Factory tonight. People who are new to this podcast will have no idea what's going on. I used to end the show with like a bunch of different things and this is them and I always forget them. Um, I'll just say love you long time and also short time. Catch you later, guys. I love you so, so much. Except for you. You know who you are. Goodbye. This episode of 20th Century Boy was brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon. If you just finished the podcast and want to hear me talk even more, head to patreon.com slash radio mic to get access to the TCB Overflow podcast, an extra podcast every week, and the Pat and Mike show, where me and producer Pat talk behind the scenes of making this show. The Patreon is overflowing with content. We'll see you there. This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. RadioMikePod at gmail.com.